When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with my colleague, Jody Walker, to talk about the ladies of the Golden Bachelor. Jody, welcome. How are you? Thank you, Juliette. I'm so excited. I'm kind of trying to manage my excitement because I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm like, Juliet's listeners don't need to hear me absolutely screaming, but I would say that I'm the most excited person for Golden Bachelor, but I know that that's not true. Everyone is really excited. Who do you think it is? Matt James? Is he the most excited? No, definitely not. I assume you mean because Matt James's mom has just been finalized as one of the contestants. And I can't imagine that's a great feeling to like have to have your mom on a show that was not totally great for you. I mean, I guess like something good came out of it, but well, it's interesting. We'll come back to her. Sure. I'm just, I'm surprised to hear you say you're not the most excited. Like, who do you think is the most excited? Literally everyone, Juliet. Like, when these these (laughs) bios in conjunction with, like, absolutely the the best teaser promo video that The Bachelor has put out in ages, all of the Golden Bachelor marketing content has been really good. Agreed. And great songs, great filming. Everyone's in this kind of strange golden hue. People were just coming out of the woodwork to text me and be like, I haven't watched in ages, but I think I'm going to tune into this one. So we're going to go over the women. We each pick five favorites and three honorable mentions, but I want to talk about this teaser trailer that you're referring to first. It's like a two and a half minute video. And you referenced a couple of things that I want to dig in on because it is a great video. And I think for a few reasons, one, it has a very cohesive aesthetic. All the Mm -hmm. women are in black. They're holding like roses that look like they've been drenched in like 
like gold plating or something. Uh-huh. I assume it's not gold just paint. spray painted. It seemed they seem to be plated. <laughs> and most crucially, the song that is playing is Believe by Cher, which I think is, I believe, to be the, the number one song from 1999, if my m- memory serves me correctly. Absolutely. My number one song. And notably, a song about a breakup. It's very funny because, like, it, it makes sense just completely surface level. Do you believe in life after love? But it seems like what they're really asking is, do you believe in love after life? Like, do you believe <laughs> that you can still love at the insane age of 65? And the answer is yes. It's funny that's how you saw it. So I just need to share a personal fact, which is that I do not listen to song lyrics. The se- like, mm. It's all about melody for me. It's all about, that's why I love pop music, I think. I just like, don't know lyrics to really any songs, like literally any. I think that I think even if you were like, do you know all the words to I want it that way? I'd be like, I think so, but I probably would get some wrong. So I didn't even think about that. But what I was thinking about was in 1999, I was hot on the bar and bat mitzvah circuit. Sure. And it up. I've also been to a ton of weddings in my life. And Believe by Cher is a song that gets everyone going, but it really gets this demo going. And they seem yeah. to be happy to be dancing to it. And I thought that it like, it was a, it's a really good teaser video because of all the reasons we've listened. And just like, it sets the tone. It puts you into the golden bachelor world of these women who are 60 plus and they're dancing and they're grooving and their, their life continues. And like, it just isn't, it is the smartest tone setter. The bachelor probably has ever done. Like you're right. It's a, it's a perfect choice. It's like, Uh, So a personal anecdote about me is that I am very into lyrics, like can learn them immediately. (laughs) I'm a word person through and through, but it doesn't, I get it. Like I, I, it's a great song choice. The melody is perfect. It is demographically perfect. And the message, if you don't read too deeply into it is also perfect. Also, I noted that like watching them dance, they always do this in these teasers, teaser videos, like for Bachelor and Bachelorette. There's always, there are always little dancing montages. And this is hands down the first time it's ever worked. Like oh, it's absolutely. always so embarrassing to watch these like young people kind of tootle around. But watching these 60 to 75 year old women, women just like get down after it, it just looked great. It did. It worked. Also, some other things. There's some good tongue-in-cheek humor, like the supercut of like seven women saying they play pickleball. Perfect. That was a great moment. Also, the first time I've ever felt positively about pickleball. I would say I'm more like down the middle than most about pickleball, but hearing them all say that they loved it, I was like, great. Well, then great. That's what it's for. Callie told me there's been a significant rise in torn ACLs because of this demographic playing pickleball. So Ladies, oh my gosh. Be, care- be careful. Protect, protect <laughs> these women. So that was really funny. And also I would say like for the first time in a while, these contestants, men and women across all the shows of this franchise just didn't seem like they had a lot of trepidation. There was a real mm-hmm. fucking energy and I oh, loved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I mean, I was already excited and our Bachelor Slack group was just blowing up about this video. And I did something I've never done before, which is that I watched this promo and then I immediately watched it again. It was like- Same, once, I watched it like four times. I watched it so many times at this point, especially in preparation, because I would say in this case, this video was much more influential on me and my picks and who I'm excited about than the bios. The bios kind of 
colored it in. So I watched it several times and even having just watched it once, I and there are only 22 women. We see every single one of them. And I honestly felt like I got a handle on each and every one of them. Like I could be wrong, but I have opinions. It's funny you say that. Usually I am so dialed in on the pictures when we get the bios. Uh-huh. And because the video dropped simultaneously and it's like much more accessible than going through the 22 web pages, that was like the initial impression. And yeah, like these are like animated beings instead of just like a Facebook profile, essentially. And so it is like a different way of getting to know them. And it, it's really good. I I think this also just speaks to two things, which is like the general public has been craving, which is one, a show that does feel kind of, I hate to use the, the word, but authentic, which mm-hmm. is like, are there ulterior motives for these women? Sure. I, 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 sure. But it's just like, because there's not a clear template, like what their ulterior motives are is like harder to name right now in a way that we're just like going to roll our eyes at. Like, yeah, I don't know that Natasha is going to try to become an Instagram influencer. Does she want to expand her business as a pro aging speaker or expand her message? Maybe, but like, okay, fine. I'm like, okay with that. Yeah. I, there, there's just, and I keep finding myself being like, pull back, Jody, you're being insane. <laughs> like, But there's something meaningful about it. Like, I remember the last time we talked about Golden Bachelor. It was right after we'd both seen Barbie. We're thinking about women a lot. We're thinking about age a lot. Women of a certain age. And there was something about watching this video that is like, I don't get to see a bunch of 60 to 75-year-old women collected in one place talking about themselves. And like you said, like, something about just making them so, like, visible have such clearly defined moments and personalities. It's like, yeah, older women are often ignored and set aside socially. And that is not the case here. It feels cool. And like you said, there's no template. It also feels exciting in that reality TV way. It could completely bomb, but it's something new. Yeah. For the, the, it's like, are we going to get a GTL? Like, is someone going to say something as iconic as Gym tan laundry? I mean, maybe. We, we don't know. Probably that motivational, <laughs> middle-aged motivational speaker. I bet <laughs> she's got a couple of lines up her sleeve and she rolled out a couple of them in this video. Natasha. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up our, our previous podcast together in the wake of Barbie because one thing I was feeling trepidation about was we had talked about wanting a real variety of women. And I feel they did that. I have like one criteria for that, which is that like there's at least, there's more than one, I think like three or four women who did not say in their bios that they were mothers or grandmothers. And I was getting nervous as I was going through them because it was so emphatic for the ones who were. Like, Mm -hmm. Kathy loves spending time with her grandchildren. They call her Kiki. It's like, we get it. You guys all have great families. But there were a few who didn't mention family. And so they may or may not have them. But even in the, or you know, they might have family outside of being mothers. That's not the only way to have family. But you know what I mean? But I just was glad that there's at least a few women here who, like, their initial impression was not, was not even partially defined by if they have children or grandchildren. So I, that was a big if and something we had talked about. And I was happy to see they followed through on it. Or now, I'm not positive. I don't feel positive. <laughs> like, because that, yes, that was like my one ask is that, like, 
everyone not be a widow like Jerry, yeah. like that there is some variety to how these women have ended up single at the ages of 60 to 75. And my request as a semi-permanent bachelorette is that like there just be like one or two people who have never gotten married and now they're interested in it because now's a good time to get married, like at 65. And I can't tell if that's true, if there is anyone like that. I think there's one woman, the proud UCLA native, whose name is escaping me at the moment, but we'll, we'll get it. I believe that she has never been married, but she does say she always hoped to. So, like, I don't know if that's going to be like a sob story or if that's going to just be like, yeah, now, now I've, now's the time. She's so, she's upholding the social standard. <laughs> she's just not quite there. <laughs> yeah, well, but I, I, I liked the other, there were like seven montages somehow within this two and a half minute video. And I liked the one that was like, I was married 45 years and then it just quickly cuts between women. And it, at first it felt like the implication was that all of these women were widowed. And then it was kind of like, mm, that's not long enough to have been, like probably a lot of these are also divorces, which yeah. is interesting. Like there are a lot of interesting ways to come to being single and looking for a partner at this age. It's just fascinating. Yeah, I, I can't wait to learn more. I saw one picture that picture was released of the women on ATV or Gary on a date with a woman. They were on an ATV. So I'm excited to see how they take the bachelor, but make it golden. Like, you know, okay. So an mm -hmm. ATV ride, that's very bachelor, very much in the playbook. Well, certainly an overall takeaway for me of reading these bios. And I watched a few videos of Jerry as well, which have, have like been out there. I mean, one takeaway, like you said, that there's Did a I call him Gary? It's, his name is Jerry. I can't, I just can't. No, it is Gary, Juliet. Oh, I said, is. I'm wrong. It's so hard to read it and say <laughs> the right is, thing. This is what I told Jared Fried, and I'll tell it to you. The only way that I can remember is from the line of Denzel Washington saying, you cannot replace a Gary Bertier in Remember the Titans. That's the only totally. thing that I keeps think me on track. I think, of course, we're all thinking that. And we're all saying it in, in, in an accent. <laughs> Gary. Cannot, cannot replace a Gary Bertier. <laughs> One thing about this Gary is that, like, he said he didn't have a lot of requests of the production team about, like, the kind of women that they cast or what he's looking for. One thing he said, which is very common in dating narratives, is that he'd like for them to be, like, active and fit. Although I think in, like, general online dating, that is code for thin. And in 70-year-old dating, it's like, I'm just trying to get out and play some pickleball. So I appreciate it. I think they might have overextended Gary's coverage. Like, these women are very active. So, so fit, so, so active. active. I'm, I'm like, the, these women just seem really incredible. And Gary is also incredible. He seems, he's very wholesome. And I just kind of feel like these, they might eat him alive. I don't know. They're a really <laughs> he, dynamic group. I'm not sure he's not playing a part. So I don't know. We'll find out. So every, all the media I've seen so far, he is very media trained, which so perhaps suggests he has a, a good aptitude for learning and, and uh, figuring out how to play a part, but I'm not sure I've gotten any pure Gary yet. So we'll see. I find him genuinely sort of nerdy and old person. Like, you know what I mean? Like he is media trained. He says the right thing, but he also really comes across as a 70 year old man. <laughs> That's great. Like they didn't get a player, you know, I don't think, I don't think <laughs> until he starts dating 22 women and then we'll it's see. It's not like Tony Randall or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our respective list. So here's how I want to do it. I want to do it. We're each going to do three honorable mentions, and then we have a top five. You don't need to do your top five in order, but I would like you to save who you think is going to win 
for your last. Okay. Jody, I cede the floor to you. Please give me your first honorable mention in no apparent order. So, you know, someone who falls six to eight in your personal rankings. Sure. I will say most of my honorable mentions were from me liking exactly one thing about them in the video and becoming really emotionally attached to it. Except for perhaps my first mention, who could almost be my pick for like who would win. But I got someone else. So it's Nancy, age 60, retired interior designer from Alexandria, Virginia. She struck me in the video as like the sort of obvious choice if Gary goes the route of picking the youngest, most gorgeous woman available to him. She's (laughs) stunning. She looks like Melora Hardin. She looks exactly like Melora Hardin in the video to me, which then made me think, I don't think Melora Hardin is married. Is she our next golden bachelorette? (laughs) I'm not sure of her age. She might, she's in her fifties. But then I read her bio and it's, you know, it's pretty down the line. It's like, I love to travel you know, it's just it's just really basic. Nothing I could really sink my teeth into. And then also her looking like this, having this hair, and being a retired interior designer reminded me a lot of Connie Britton's character from Dirty John. Mm. And yeah, you know, there, there were things to latch on to, and she could very well win, but she's not my pick to win. She is my pick to win. I'm so glad wow. you said her first. Wow, Here- I really bombed your order. No, this is, this is great. I love it. Here's why. There were two things that caught my eye. One, the retired interior designer loves blah, 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 blah. And watching college basketball. Gary's mm, from Indiana. Julia, Indiana, you would notice that. It's a major college so basketball state. I would say it's second to North Carolina in terms of like fandom for North Car- for, for the sport of college basketball. That's like a yeah. big deal for an Indiana man. So that was number one. Number two, Nancy is a Bruce Springsteen stan. Is there anything more reality TV friendly or like, I don't know, Gary, but I just feel like anything that's more going to play into like, yeah, we can have a good time together than being a Bruce Springsteen stan. I just think, I just think that's uh, those two things together. I'm just like, okay, they're in the, the only thing that I was like, not sure about is the fact that she's from Alexandria, Virginia. I'm just like, is, is he going to be with a woman from the DC area? But I don't know. Maybe I was putting a lot of stake into geography. Cause like, I feel like at this stage in life, I'd be way less willing to move. Or, I mean, I'm not willing totally. to move now, but like you're yeah. settled down, your family's in a certain area, area. If you've got grandkids or you've got siblings, like you want to be near them. So that's a holdback for me. But I think the college basketball thing is a major Easter egg. So it's a great point, Juliet. And I, of course, completely missed it. I think it's like I couldn't get there with Nancy, like personally, and I let it hold me back. But It makes sense. I agree. I focused a lot on geography because I think at this age, you're either real, you're real loose, like you could move anywhere or you're very anchored. And that's going to be tough. Very tough. We also know that, of course, Gary has a family. Right. Okay. Next, who is, uh, who else is an honorable mention for you? Okay. I'm doing all my honorable mentions first. Maria, age 60, health and wellness director from New Jersey. This is based on every thing about her seems wonderful. It's based on mostly one thing, which is that she is wearing a very chic pair of glasses in the video. <laughs> in fact, they sh- in the little montage right at the beginning of the video, they're just doing some old people stuff. There's like a spritzing and cleaning of, of spectacles and an, <laughs> an appliance of 
like hard lipstick, you know, which really reminded me of my mom who's like never touched a gloss in her life. It is, she wears, she'll put lipstick on before she goes outside to protect her lips. Like she's that kind of Southern woman. And Maria had both of those things going for her, like a very chic pair of fashionable kind of big glasses. Uh, and then, you know, she's got, she's got a career in health and wellness. That's interesting. She plays pickleball. I think that's going to be really huge for Gary. And one of her favorite or her favorite indulgence is a glass of 100 year old Grand Marnier, which is cool. Very cool. She's also one of my honorable mentions. Two things about her. The glasses. I decided about a year and a half ago that for like all of my formal looks going forward, like if I was doing like a professional event, I'd be wearing glasses. I, if I'm ever invited to the Oscars, I'll be wearing glasses. I, wow. I, I, I go 50-50 between contacts and glasses, I would say. Often based on if I want to wear sunglasses. But like, I love... I love glasses formal. Something that Amanda and I have talked about a lot on Jam Session. And I just like love that look. And I agree, particularly because she was wearing the like black one shoulder dress with like some ruching. It really was like a nice touch with the dress with the dress. And I I love that. So glad you called it out. I she can't made- wait to see your next formal event Me? look, Juliet. Because you look, you do also look so chic in glasses. Oh, and thank I love you. your glasses. I do not look chic in glasses. It's too much happening around the face, I think, when I... And I have really bad depth perception, so I feel Mm. very, like, envious of people who are pulling off the look. I'm happy to be a glasses person. There's several reasons why I wouldn't get LASIK, including that I like wearing glasses. (laughs) We'll never take that away from you with technology. The other reason why I noted Maria is that Maria, one of her fun facts is she has never gone paintballing, but she really wants to try. That's an incredible fact for anyone at any time, any age. And I love it. Also, I love that hers is paintball, not pickleball, or both, I guess. But like, she's really, she's leaning into the the combat leisure sports. Let's get her out there on the court. I guess just like once you're retired, there are just just a lot more time for activities. Yeah, I guess. It It seems great. All right, give me your third honorable mention. Oh, man. I'm having to choose. I had two listed. Okay. Okay. You I'm going. Both. We're not that strict here. We're okay. Okay. I feel. I feel very strict. I'm really honoring the Golden Bachelor. I'm. I can do my other one, but I'm going to go Ellen, 71, retired teacher from Delray Beach, Florida. And once again, this is like pretty singular reason, which I'm a little confused about now that I've looked at her bio. She had an incredible accent, and it sounded like a northern like a new york accent i noticed her first in the video really dancing around and she has this very blonde hair but it looks really natural on her because she's like it just it looks really natural even though it's clearly dyed and i did not expect that voice to come out of her she's the final peg on the pickleball montage and she's like and i love pickleball (laughs) but it says she's from florida delray beach florida you know, just where she lives. She's retired. Sure. A lot of New Yorkers retire to Florida. Or so that's possible. Yeah. I'm delighted to tell you she was also one of my honorable mentions. We're wow. so aligned. Just like a really <laughs> solid middling bunch. <laughs> well, for me, it's that she idolizes Michelle Obama. I thought of that course. was inter- interesting. You don't, on any Bachelor show, you very infrequently get like a political figure mention. And I thought this was interesting because on the one hand, I was like, is this some kind of virtue signaling? Like, does she want us to know that she like supports the Obamas? But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, Michelle Obama is like one of the highest approval ratings, probably like anyone in the country or like on the earth. And so I was like, I'm glad someone's mentioned like 
one of our most wonderful women over the age of 50. So I don't know. I just was like excited about that. And like, if you're going to say you idolize a public figure, it's really hard to pick someone better than Michelle Obama because like there's so many reasons to idolize her. Right. And like in terms of The Bachelor as a franchise and also this age bracket, I'm like fine with this virtue signaling. Me you know too. what I mean? Like, exactly. let me know. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> My and approval I'm, rating of you went way up. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way. And like, I just like, again, on a personal level, a few of the reasons that I would idolize Michelle Obama is like incredibly accomplished in her own right. Talk, talk about playing the part. She played the role of first lady incredibly well. And then she's like, just taken that platform and like harnessed it as she is uh, for her career now. Like, I don't know. There's like so many reasons specifically in the context of like talking about women in like, like, you know, after the first act that like, she's a Mm -hmm. great person to bring up. So I was just excited, excited about that. Also, I agree with you on her hair. It looks great. And she had a big presence in the video in general. I'll just mention my other honorable mention who also has incredible hair. Edith, age 60, retired realtor from California. She's just so chic. She has, I'm, I feel that it is also dyed, but it's not blonde. It's more it's a grayish. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, a gray, it's like, gray with highlights kind of. Yeah. Gray, but not totally. I don't know. And maybe it is totally natural. She just has an incredible head of hair. I think a bit of an accent. She's like, sounds like building a she shed in her backyard. <laughs> One drawback is she said she doesn't do cold with Gary being from Indiana, that's tough. Bad break. She's just really beautiful. (laughs) I just love her. So you picked on looks. That's good because my For my honorable mentions. So for my honorable mention, I went for humor or just sort of like meme ability. And for mine, that is Faith, the high school teacher from Benton City, Washington. And Faith is a horse girl. And I was just like, great. Gotta have one. She loves riding her horse Liberty through the mountains. And I was just like, okay, this is just really, I feel like Faith also based on her dance moves and her presence, she's going to give us a lot of levity and like meme ability. So Faith, we see you. Where, where any group of women of 20 or more has gathered, there will be a house, a horse girl, no matter the age. Also, I noticed with her, it says she's a high school. I don't think she's retired. And like a lot of these women are retired, but I think she is still a teacher. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, 
Can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. All right, Jody, let's get into your top five. I can't wait to see how much more overlap we have. Me too. Okay, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save my last. I'm gonna save my my best for last. I'm gonna get into it with what I already feel will be and already is really from what I see online a fan favorite, Sandra, age seventy five, retired executive assistant from Georgia. Sandra is incredibly elite. She looks 40 years old, first of all. I mean, she's just like, she does not even a bit look 75. And I really go back and forth personally on a personal level of like how much I prioritize, how much I admire that, I should say, is it's like, you know, aging is grand and we should hope to achieve it. But I still, when I see a woman who does not look her age. I'm like, how, how, how'd you do it? Tell me how I want to know right now. Don't tell me how. And she struck me in the video as a real jokester. She actually, she made such an impression on me. Like even after the first time I watched it, I remembered Sandra. And then when I was rewatching it, I was like, she doesn't even come in until basically the back half. And she comes in with some sort of like slightly improved Elaine from Seinfeld sort of dance moves. And which a woman, (laughs) And then she just, like, she makes a little joke. She says, I'm ready to find love now. Well, hell, I've been ready to find love for a long time, people. She just has a big personality. And her fun facts are incredible from beginning to end. Sandra says, anything by Luther Vandross puts her in the mood. I love you, Sandra. Sandra is very proud of her high credit score. I'm proud of her, too. I'm proud of hers. Amen. It is something to be proud of. Also very relevant when you're getting married because your credit becomes their credit and vice versa. Right. And I, when you're this old, I think that they're not, not that it this is really so be, old, but can't like, be rescued. It's, it better be good at this point. Right. It better be good. And also just like, I don't know, keep independent lives and, and hang out together. Like maybe you don't, it depends, but, and her final fact is, is maybe a little more controversial. Sandra has 32 favorite NFL teams, AKA she loves them all. It's a wild statement. I don't know what it means, but she, but it's there. This is kind of like the Littman family, which is that we watch, my family watches football every Sunday, but like no one really has a rooting interest. Like we're just happy to watch football. So I get okay. it. I love, I like that. As a, like, as a non-football fan, that, that seems achievable to me. The final thing is that I know that Sandra is incredible because they always save the best stuff for fun facts, but she has this in the body of her bio. It's so good. <laughs> Tell us, Jody. She may be recognized as a big winner on her favorite show, Wheel of Fortune. She so good. won Wheel of Fortune. They frame it as like, this is her second reality show or her second TV appearance. And you're kind of like, oh no, what was she on before? Wheel of Fortune. And she won. The other thing I think is just really impressive about that. You're, you know what? I skipped over it. Let's just let it sink in. She won yeah. Wheel of Fortune. I'm sorry I moved on too quickly. It's amazing. It's okay. I get a lot of pride and confidence from, from Sandra and just based on her bio, based on her energy in the video, like she just seems like a, like a, a 
pick me up and fun to be around. And I, I really like her. I think Gary will too. I think so too. I think they're going to be fast friends. And she also has sort of like a wholesome nerdy energy. I feel like, like she's, she seems approachable. I have no idea what Gary's type is going to be, but that's the type I'd choose for him. (laughs) Okay. Who you got Juliet? Okay. Oh, you want to go back and forth? Okay, cool. I want to go back and forth. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to go in alphabetical order because I've already told you that my pick is Nancy. I thought Christina seemed really fun. She also had a lot of, like, presence in the video. I also think she is gorgeous. She's one of our pickleballers. And I I thought that, like, you know, her first concert ever was the Beatles in 1964. I like that she's really leaning into... I was, I am old enough now, but was cool enough then to go to the Beatles in 1964. And like, that's like pretty awesome. And she just seemed like she would be very fun. I feel that you have named her memoirs for her. That was incredible. (laughs) And I guess, okay, I guess I did completely mess up our flow by making you go because Christina is my top pick for who I think will win. Yes, like she just struck me in the video as not necessarily like the most charming or compelling, like that's going to Sandra, but just as Gary's type, like she's, she's really proud. Okay. Also I I need to take a moment for us to dwell in the Christina's first concert ever was the Beatles in 1964. That's so cool. That's so cool. And right. Like she, she, and she does seem to have this thing of being like, you know, people have an idea of what a 73-year-old is, but that's not me. Like, I'm just me. I do the things that I do. I play pickleball. I listen to Paul McCartney. I do horseback riding, although, well, not exactly coming off as a as a horse She's girl. She's not a horse girl. She, just, she likes horseback riding. <laughs> she plans to go skydiving for a second time with her oldest grandson. Can you imagine this being your grandmother? No, like, I cannot. She's just, she's really chic, but she comes across as a little more natural, which I think Gary from Indiana will be drawn to. And also, a li- she she came across as fun, but like a little bit serious. She's fun because of her interests, not because of her outrageous personality. And something yeah. about that seems like a match for Gary to me. Yeah. She lists something that I, I also really liked, which is that she's extremely proud of her career. She's mm-hmm. retired now, but um, she says she, working her way up the corporate ladder without a college degree is still one of her single biggest accomplishments. And she's a retired purchasing manager. And I think that's cool. Like, I think, again, like, I like that the pride that these women are bringing in general, like, versus the the usual bachelor when the women are like, I just feel like I always read their bios and like a kind of like high voice, like, oh, hoping the guy picks me. These women are all like, here's what I've done already and I'm doing (laughs) well. And like, now I'm doing something fun. And Gary, if you're interested, great. Maybe I'm projecting, but that's just, it's just a different energy and I'm really enjoying it. It is. It's a real energy of confidence. And it almost seems like some of the like, Christina is a classic hopeless romantic was just added. Like they're kind of like, yeah, this is something I'm doing in addition to horseback riding this week because like I have, I have a very full life and it's just fun and encouraging to see. Yeah. I would say like, as you know, a woman who like, it's like, look, I don't know. It feels like looking towards the future, you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully I'll end up like one of these women. Christina's (gasps) really beautiful and also has great hair and I could definitely, like, she kind of looks like Gary. She kind of, she gives me the siblings are dating vibe, which I think is usually a good sign. Totally, totally. An always creepy and good sign. Yeah. Next on your list. I'll go with my next pick for a future franchise star. April 65, a therapist 
from Florida. Wow. Okay. She She's not on your list? No, she is not. <laughs> I mean, listen, normally when we make these lists, we include villains. So, like, I just wanted to give... April I, looks like one. April has the eyebrows of a Disney villain and the decolletage of a 30-year-old. And that's the number one thing where I was like, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? I want to know. Because you can... You can tighten and pull the face, but once the neck and chest are gone, they're gone. And I was just looking at some of these women like, how, 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 how? She is wearing a strapless black dress, just a chunky gold chain. She's gorgeous, but in kind of a scary way. She really, not like not like she's frightening, like, like frighteningly gorgeous. She just really struck me as a bachelor archetype. And I was mm. intrigued by that. Like she is the kind of person who has so much personality that I think it might be overwhelming. Like she she kind of feels like a Corinne type, just in a, an incredibly specific person. And there's also a moment in the video where she says something like, I don't watch shows with old people on them because I don't want to get old. And then they clip <laughs> together all of the other women laughing seemingly at her. And I yeah. was just like, oh, well, this is a character. Who knows who they're actually laughing at, but yes. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they're not laughing at her, but that's how the editors played it. So I just, you know, I have my eye on her. She is also a widow. She loves dancing to Taylor Swift and watching Bridgerton, you know, trying to stay young with those interests as well. I too. I too love Bridgerton. <laughs> I thought she she looked like she belonged on like Days of Our Lives or General Hospital. Mm-hmm. Like she has a real like Susan Lucci look to me. I was stunned that she was a therapist once I read the bios because from watching the video, I had her very pegged as like absolutely the most successful realtor in Port St. Lucia, Florida, <laughs> where she's from. She just has like, I, you can just see her face splashed across a, a billboard and like a bus bench as, as a retired very successful realtor, but not the case. She's a therapist, which is a curveball. Yeah. All right, let's move on. I'm going to give you one of mine. Ready? Okay. Ready. Marina. I love Marina. Marina also has incredible hair. She sort of was like, what am I doing in this video? Like, she didn't say that, but that was her energy of like, what's going on here? But I enjoyed it. And Marina has a life rule that I too have, which is Marina doesn't stand in lines. Hard agree. And then lastly, her fun fact She enjoys reading biographies and medical nonfiction. Marina is an educator. I do not know if it has anything to do with health or medicine, but like, I'm just assuming that she subscribes to the Journal of American Medicine or something like that. Cause like, what is, what is a medical nonfiction otherwise? Gray's Anatomy. (laughs) That's fiction. (laughs) Oh, you mean a textbook? A textbook? (laughs) A textbook. She has three master's degrees. Is it one of her fun facts? Um, It's amazing. I absolutely noted her. She's not on my list, but I noted her from the video because she has that incredible moment where everyone is saying they're interested in pickleball. But for some reason, when Marina says it, it's very sexual. She's like, she's like, I brought my pickleball thing. I brought my pickleball with me. And then she kind of wiggles her eyebrows and is like, I hope Gary's ready. It's like, whoa, I never saw pickleball becoming an innuendo, even though, you know, the the details are all there for it to be. But (laughs) She's she's very gorgeous. She, like, seems cool. She seems cool. I really liked her. All right, who else you got? I got a, what I believe is a star. Okay. Susan, age 66, wedding officiant from Pennsylvania. Susan is is 
absolutely full of personality in the video. She dominates the video. She she does, but she doesn't. I don't think I don't feel that she gets more screen time. I just feel that she has a large presence, which must come from a few things. She is a makeup and hairstylist, a makeup artist and hairstylist, which it seems like she still does. She has a Kris Jenner haircut, and you're and nobody else does. She looks a lot like Kris Jenner. She looks a lot like Kris Jenner. And she knows it, and she's aspired to it, and she's achieved it because one of her fun facts is Susan dreams of having lunch with Kris Jenner. Is she going on The Golden Bachelor to achieve that dream? I don't care. She seems funny and like just like a firecracker. And she has this scratchy voice and these like wildly white teeth. She just she just totally stands out. And I think if Gary is that kind of like wholesome, down-the-line sort of guy who's looking for a really fun woman. And if Susan is— mix it up with Susan. Yeah, like looking for someone to bring out the more fun side of him. And if Susan is looking for a grounding presence, and maybe I'm speaking from some experience as also a bit of a firecracker, then this could work. Maybe it could work. I'm also fascinated by her career as a wedding officiant (laughs) and interested. (laughs) I think it's like her side hustle because she also is still working at the salon, I think. I know, but it's what's listed as her main career. Like, I am, it seems like a cool thing to do in retirement. Like, if you do it once and you find out you're good at it, then yeah, people are just, sometimes people are just looking for a wedding officiant to, mm. you know, craft a wonderful service for them. Right. You know, she also can do a lot. Like, she could be your hair and makeup person and your officiant. Do yeah, maybe by efficient, she means like full <laughs> wedding planner. <laughs> Tits to tail, she is doing it. Okay. I would like to move on to, I think this is my, I don't know how far she's going to go, but I'm going to say she's going to go pretty far. Top. I, I think she's like top four. Peggy, the dental hygienist from East Haven, Connecticut. Peggy did not have the biggest presence in the video, but I really loved her bio. Just let me read from it. She says, it says, Peggy has gone on multiple dental missions where she's volunteered to serve developing nations around the world. She continues to be passionate about her work and even went back to her dental practice after initially retiring because she missed it so much. She also says she has a dog. She is a go-karting enthusiast and she would love to be Jennifer Lopez for a day. (laughs) But me too. Who wouldn't want to be that? Peggy is one of the women whose bios does not specify that she is either a mother or a grandmother, which leads me to believe she won't be winning. I think in the small C conservative world of The Bachelor for our first foray into The Golden Bachelor, I don't see a non-mom landing the guy, but that's okay. Um, If that's not what Gary wants, that's fine. Uh, It's just my personal prediction, but I think that is like something that, like we talked about, is notable. She also is very natural looking in a way where like, I don't, sometimes that's like said like, as a compliment or a judgment, like, oh, she's so natural looking. But I just mean in comparison to like, for example, Kris Jenner, doppelganger, she just kind of looks like a regular person. Like, I think that she might be a bridge too far for the Golden Bachelor in terms of like a normal 69-year-old woman who's just like has a passion for her job. But for me, that really plays. Yeah, maybe for the Golden Bachelor, but like it's Gary. Like Gary is our Golden Bachelor and he seems pretty normie to me. They got him dressed up all golden in all these promos. <laughs> but when you see him actually operating, like, he's he's pretty, I don't 
know. He's just, he's kind of down the line and I could, she's not on my list, but I could definitely see him liking a Peggy. And I like you pointing out all, because she, I get, you know, I was so focused on the video. I, I didn't give the bios enough credit, but they do one thing in her bio that's either a tell of being incredibly boring or like top th- a top three that doesn't come across on the page or immediately on the screen that they still want us to know about. And they just start her bio off with, Peggy is incredible. <laughs> and it's like, that didn't come from the bio. Like, we're just... Someone loves Peggy, whoever wrote somebody this. Somebody loves, loves Peggy. Peggy. Peggy is incredible. And even though she doesn't talk a lot in the video, she does get like... She starts it off, I think. I think she's the first person who says her name or her age or something. So, yeah, I think I think she could make it far. I also just want to say, I think the fact that she does dental missions is really cool. And something that's, like, not really discussed. Like, like Doctors Without Borders often discussed, like, well-known. But I feel like your teeth are so important, like, both aesthetically, physiologically, com- like, just in, in general. So I think that's cool. And I'm, like, glad to be discussing it. And you know, this is down a different thread, but thinking about her job, you know who's going to be great at small talk on The Bachelor? A dental hygienist. Oh my God, so true, Jody. Great point. Great, great, great point. They, Gary doesn't even have to talk back to her. Like a dental hygienist's ability to, to just keep a conversation, like a one-way conversation going is, they must teach that in the training. Like it's unreal. I think we've now covered all of my personal standouts, but... I want to know who else is on your list. And we also need to discuss both Patty and Renee. But (laughs) please continue yours. This is my final one. We mentioned her earlier. So I know you at least noticed her. It would be impossible not to. I would say she's the other star of the video. Natasha, Mm. age 60, pro aging coach and midlife speaker from New York City, New York. I have to say, and please believe me, that when I watched the video and was scribbling down some notes before I read the bios, I said, this woman must be some sort of motivational speaker (laughs) because she speaks in quotes. And for some reason, that didn't bother me. She was just like, age is a number, not a limitation. And she's always kind of wiggling her shoulders and moving around. She says, live life out loud. And I don't know, I think normally it would bother me if someone was speaking in motivational quotes, but she's just really confident. She has an amazing short haircut. She's wearing like a gorgeous red lip in the video. And it, it seems good to have a pro aging coach in this house, Uh, maybe to talk to April about watching TV with, uh, (laughs) with old people on it. Yeah. Like if she applies, how do you say no? You know what I mean? Like you got, you got to have her. The way you say no is to hire her to like be part of the psychological team behind the scenes. But maybe that is, maybe that's her wrong reason is that she's trying to get a, trying to get a job on season two. She has some good fun facts. She loves dance class, doing yoga, listening to Janet Jackson and spending time with her 15-year-old granddaughter. I love that she lives in New York City, although that's an obvious problem. I feel that if you live Gary in New York City never. at Gary. age 60, you're not moving. He is not moving to New York, but maybe they could have a good time together. I didn't include her because just my New York bias is too strong. Like, I just was like, yeah, she's obviously great. She lives in New York. She loves Central Park. Duh. So I just didn't include her for that reason. It's possible I didn't understand the parameters of our top five. No, I just was like, I can't include her on any list. I didn't no give you chance many. she's going to win. It's just I love her. It's just that right. I love her. I get it. I like her, too. I'm really happy she's here. I want someone who's pro-aging, not just, like, 
not so just embracing it, but is like very pro. It's not like she's yeah. leaning in. She's like, yes, this is good. Yeah. So I'm into that. I wanted to mention a couple other people. First of all, the woman I was thinking of who I think has never been married is Sylvia, 64, from Los Angeles. I believe she's the proud UCLA alum. And then I would like to discuss Renee, who is 67 from Chicago, former Chicago Honey Bear cheerleader. And she is very good friends with Barb, the mother of Pilot Pete. And I think she looks like Barb, the mother of Pilot Pete. Is that in her bio, Juliet? No, I saw that on the internet. I mean, that's just so crazy because like the one note I took about her is that she reminded me of Pilot Pete's mom, like without any context. I was just like, she looks like Barb. (laughs) She does. She looks so much like Barb. Crazy. (laughs) I don't look like any of my friends. And some friend groups just like all look the same. (laughs) Me neither. But it's also a very specific haircut, specific wave carrying her head, specific eyeliner. Everything about it is very Barb. So maybe it's just like the retired. NFL cheerleader vibe. Yeah, yeah. And I will say the Barb thing took me down a few pegs. Of course, but that's not a plus. It's not a plus, but when I just thought it was a visual and not a fact, and I still think this, I just, I thought she was darling. Like, I just thought she was darling in the video. She's, She says, I believe I'm here for a reason, and that reason is Gary, which sounds bad coming out of my mouth, but the way she said it was, it was really cute. cute. And, and it was like, I, I assume intentionally or perhaps literally it was the only soundbite. It was basically the only time anyone mentioned Gary. Like, everyone was pretty much like, I'm awesome. These are the reasons. I love being 73. What's up? And then it was just like, just Renee was like, Gary seems cool. And it was, it was very, and this would make sense for the being friends with Barb thing. It was very signature Bachelor. And yeah. so much of this felt different than Bachelor that like occasional touchstones were notable. It's it's totally true. Yeah. He she like must have known how to do it. So Yeah. She got coached by Barb. This whole time you were talking, I couldn't remember Peter's last name. So I just Googled it. It's Weber. It was really bothering me. We got it. We got it. All right. Last, we touched on it. Patty James, mother of Matt James, on the show. You know, I can't say I'm surprised by this. I feel like I heard this as a rumor, so maybe that's why it didn't come as a shock. I must have been out there, like, on Reddit or something. I feel mixed about this because, like, Matt's time on the show was so fraught and has, like, not a lot to do with Patty except, like, she's his mom. But I don't know. I don't feel excited. I don't buy this Easter egg. But, like, I hope that she finds love, I guess. What do you think? I likewise feel nothing. I've tried to muster some, <laughs> like, you know, I'm always available for an opinion. And I just think about this and I feel nothing because, I, like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not mentioned. It's, it's not, it is mentioned in her bio. In her bio, but not the video. Right. And so, you know, I don't know how much of a gimmick it will be. I'm, I, I was going to say, I'm sure. I mean, I hope that he wouldn't have been like, this is a terrible idea and she would have done it anyways or something. But Well, her bio is like, she's seen how well the process can work. So I guess that even though Matt's time on the show was really complicated, the fact that he's still with Rachel is like, you know, gives her hope. I don't know. Of all the of all the parents, I guess there aren't a ton of single parents of former Bachelor Bachelorettes, if I recall correctly, but... I, I feel know. like that this rumor has been around so long that there was originally a rumor maybe that she was going to be the lead, like that she mm. was a single 70-year-old person who was already in the universe. And I, something about that makes it makes me feel kind of like, 
oh, well, did she settle for contestant? Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, but she also pretty much has all of the exact same kind of details as the other women. For some reason, I have this kind of... N- Everything else just feels so fresh and so detached from the universe. It's a great point. Having this one sort of connection makes it feel a little it's like gimmicky. Less fun. Yeah, it's like it doesn't and it and in the normal seasons when you get some sort of connection like that, it feels kind of fun. It feels like something to hold on to. You need to be carried into new seasons. You need yeah. to know the bachelor or bachelorette well. This is like a full restart and this feels like a bit of a miss with her casting. But I also, I, I, don't, I don't see her being super long for this Golden Bachelor world. Yeah. I, so we'll I, see. I agree. I was just kind of like, eh. But, you know, we had to mention her. In general, this is going to be fun. It's going to... Until I, it's not, but it will be. So what do you... I, well, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. What, but, but I won't ask them all. Are they going to be in the Bachelor mansion? I think so. Jesse Something did like the, that night, I don't the night like. one. Like Jesse did like a picture of him in night one of of him and Gary. So maybe if they're not staying there, but I assume that they are. I I mean we can't. These women cannot be sleeping in bunk beds, and that is the setup at the bachelor mansion. I know. So. I had I had that thought too. Maybe they'll just be like meeting there, and they get to stay in a hotel. I will say like at my at my current age, I would not go in a bunk bed. So I was certainly hope to not be doing it in thirty years. <laughs> I would. I will. I will always. <laughs> I will always sleep in some terrible way if if it means doing something fun. But no. And I, yeah, I'm just really curious about the vibe and about how are they going to be as strict to the structure as we were on this podcast? Not very strict at all. Or are they going to like really? Fu- you know, I I feel kind of like getting engaged at the end of this is. I guess I feel torn about it because in some ways these are people who know what they want a lot more. And in other ways, it's very silly. And like trying to make a 70-year-old person do anything that they don't want to do is literally impossible. So I guess I could see some drama arriving there. But otherwise, I think I'm just hoping for like a happy and healthy journey with no drama. (laughs) What are your greatest hopes and dreams for The Golden Bachelor, Juliet? My greatest hopes and dreams are... To, I, I just hope to be entertained. I hope that my TSOP time spent on phone is very low. I hope that no scandals emerge. I don't want anything to mar this. I don't. I hope we don't find out that like someone's actually really racist or like homophobic or that's always you know a big fear. So unfortunately, the bar is so low that for that to not happen is like a big hope and seems like should be doable. I don't know. I just hope for like fun. That's kind yeah. of what I hope for most of the time with television. It's just like please entertain me. Like, it's supposed to be entertainment. So (sighs) my hopes are so high, they couldn't possibly meet them. But I'm still I'm still feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited. I know. Lower your lower your hopes, Jody. Don't allow yourself to be disappointed. Okay. Okay. I'll be back uh, later in the week with a special guest. Won't tell you who. And then um, just want to note, we'll be covering some Netflix shows as well as, of course, we're counting down until the big September 28th. We get Golden Bachelor and Bachelor Paradise. Thursday nights will be the recap with me and Callie. And then Mondays will be mostly covering Golden Bachelor, obviously. Um, so can't wait. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to Jade Whaley. And talk to you all soon.
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.